it's the next level. Walker. I should see a medic. You don't look so good. Stop, Walker. What? You saw what happened. You know what I had to do. I killed him because I had to. He killed Lamar! He didn't kill Lamar, John. No. Don't go down that road. Believe me, it doesn't end well. I'm not like you. Listen, it was the heat of the battle, okay? If you explain what happened, they may consider your record. We don't want anyone else to get hurt. John. You gotta give me the shield, man. So that's what this is. You made a mistake. You don't want to do this? Yeah, we do. Welcome back to the show. I'm Mark. And I'm Steve. And this is a spoiler-filled episode about the fifth episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And this episode is going to be The Falcon and Winter Soldier, Season 1, Episode 5, The Truth or Truth. And the synopsis is Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes and Baron Zemo, John Walker, and Carly Margenthau must all deal with the fallout from their actions. So this, I think I got from IMDb. I didn't get it from the actual Disney source. So um, mm-hmm. I don't remember what it stated on that, but it was pretty much very clear the same way as far as yeah. the synopsis are concerned, which is good because you don't want it giving too much away. No. Jumping into these shows and stuff. No, especially if you like read ahead sometimes, you know, to look at what the episode's going to be about or, you know, you don't yeah. want to be spoiled even though you haven't seen it yet. so Yeah, but obviously you listeners have seen it, and that's why you're here. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just move right along and go right into our initial thoughts. So, Steve, what were your initial thoughts? Well, you know, it's just another great episode. I keep saying this. It's it's really – I can't believe we've only got one more left, and then we're done, and we have to wait however long for whatever the next season is or if it's going to have a season two. I don't even know if that's been announced or if it's a limited mm-hmm. series or, you know, what's the next – I think we've got a few months right before the next Marvel thing drops. Loki, I think, is June. I'm not sure. Oh, is it? Okay, maybe it was June. Okay. So we might not have too long to wait for Marvel property to start up again. But man, it just seems like it just seems like we got this WandaVision. We got this right, you know, right on the heels of WandaVision. And now we're going to have to wait. And uh, it's going to be kind of like holding our breath, I think. Well, 
we, we'll have something that we could cover in between. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Oh no, I'm sure. I'm not saying. I'm not saying we won't have any. I'm saying Marvel won't have anything coming out. We'll have stuff that we, we're going to have plenty of stuff that we can do. They opened up <laughs> the floodgates, if you think about it, come 2021 or just yeah. before, and that way we with Disney Plus. So I think they're on a good track. Uh, for a while, people were marveled out, as it were, mm-hmm. after Endgame, and then I guess through the pandemic and everything else, and we had that whole year so everybody was biting at the bit trying to get these shows and wanting yeah. more and more so well, at least we have more coming that's that's right. the benefit behind this and that's what i appreciate yeah so like you i, I thought it was a great episode uh you know I, I i was just glad we got the outcome of what happened with everything that happened in the last episode mm-hmm. you know between john walker carly and you know and we do, you know, the benefit behind this one is something that I've been wanting is uh, more insight on Isaiah Bradley and his history. So they pulled a lot of stuff from the comic Red, White, and Black Truth, which was about Isaiah Bradley's uh, Captain America run mm. and uh, the history behind it. They pulled a lot from it, which was really good. Shows a big difference between him and Steve. Whereas mm-hmm. Steve was experimented on and was heralded by saving his crew that were POWs, whereas with Isaiah, him and a group of his friends were given this and told it was penicillin. Some died, some got sick or had issues with it, and then a platoon of his got captured and he went and saved them. And governments thought it's like, oh, okay, fine, you did this. And then they just imprison him and experiment on him. Mm-hmm. So it's it's such a big, diverse story in comparison. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the fact that we get it. And, you know, I'm just glad we got it from the because the director, the producer, the writers are all black. And you, we get it from a black person's perspective on this. And it, it's mm-hmm. showing um, discrimination. And, you know, it shows the effects of it. And it's coming from a standpoint of from, you know, these writers and these producers and directors. So I'm really happy about that. And I, it kind of, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it's very eye opening and I really enjoyed it for that fact. Plus we get to see, you know, John on trial and Mm -hmm. how crazy he is. I just love, I'm not in love with the episode, but I'm just saying, I just love that all those aspects came out and we needed that kind of story towards the end because it's, you know, we only have one more episode. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we, we got a lot of answers in this one, but we got some more questions and, and of course we'll talk about it as we go through our discussion points here. Sure. And we should get into that now. Sure. You know, Carly won't quit. You call me when you have a lead and I'll be there. Not necessarily as a team. Nope. We're not that good. Definitely not. We're professionals. Definitely. And uh, we're partners. Co-workers. But we're also a couple guys with a mutual friend. Friends now gone. So we're a couple guys. I can live with that. Perfect. Thanks for the help, man. Meant a lot. Of course. I think it's your turn to go first this time. Oh, okay. Well, my number five or first discussion point would be Sam and Bucky's relationship getting better and them stating that they are partners towards the end. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of an argument. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a funny that was a funny exchange of lines there. Yeah, Sam lays it all out to Bucky of 
how he is trying to make amends for what he did as the Winter Soldier, but doing it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas he was trying to get all those people that were Hydra affiliates and getting them captured, whereas he really needed to concentrate and just say he was sorry, just like to that that Asian man that he killed his son. Mm-hmm. And he just didn't know. He had the list. He has Steve's book that he uses. And it's cool that, you know, that comes back around because Sam was somebody who helped out people in the military that were having issues with PTSD. Yeah. So I, I really like that. Um, I, I just like the fact that we see Bucky flirting with Sam's sister and helping with the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, it was, it was a whole funny, that was, a, that was, it was a lot. It showed us just, again, we, we've talked about it before. The chemistry between these two guys is really, really good. And I hope this, they're able to sustain that as the show goes forward and, and into hopefully, hopefully future seasons or future somethings, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and that leads kind of into my, a little bit into my, you were already kind of talking about the resolution of, of John Walker's, you know, what he did, his actions, and the fact that the, the United States didn't try to cover it up. They didn't, you know, Torres says this is global. It's got international problems that it's going to, going to create. I did think it was interesting, though, that they, they get him with the jargon was a little bit confusing, but, you know, they get him with the, the other, other than honorable discharge which is that's a real that's a real thing it's one step above dishonorable it's basically the choice they give you of like if you've smoked marijuana or you've done drugs you've done something like that they they can give you the choice of okay we can either give you a dishonorable discharge and actually give you which is like a felony conviction or you can take this other than honorable and you can still get a job you can still you know you don't have to put it on job applications that you were dishonorably discharged because i think most questions are were you dishonorably discharged you know, and so you don't have to put that necessarily on a job application. It's just other than honorable. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people even, and I've never heard of it actually working, but you can get it. You supposedly you can get it reversed over a certain amount of time that you can get it reversed and changed to honorable. But, you know, they call it a retirement, but it's really not a retirement because he's not going to get any benefits or yeah. rank, you know, so it's not really a retirement. It's really more of a discharge. You're just being discharged from the military under other than honorable circumstances so yeah exactly it works right into my number four which was the trial itself Mm -hmm. and you say that yeah he the way they stated it is that he got the other than honorable discharge but he retroactive at the beginning of the month but Mm -hmm. he holds no rank in retirement and receives no benefits whatsoever so he's basically unemployed right at this point And it's not really a retirement. That was that was the word that bothered me the second time I watched it was when they called it a retirement. Because it's not really a retirement, man. He's being discharged. He's, he's not, getting kicked out. Yeah, he's getting kicked <laughs> out. He's being discharged. And, you know, retirement means you have benefits and you have those kind of things. So, uh, but yeah, that's uh, – so. I, I, and I love that he tried to – he wanted to speak his piece and they wouldn't let him. But he kind of is able to kind of get out mm-hmm. some of what he was feeling and, and how he felt treated there at the end. But of course, they just kick him out of the room. And he just walks out. Yeah, that it's because he was getting a little bit too aggressive verbally, mm-hmm. and then you could see they had it with him and just basically. And then he got to the point of being so frustrated, he just walks out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my next one is uh, that fight at the very beginning between John, Bucky, and, and Sam. Mm. Uh, you know, we've seen some amazing fights in this show, and we saw a couple of times when John started to lift the shield up the same way he had killed that other guy. He almost did it to Sam. He almost did it to to Bucky, and it just it was just it was it was just a really really good fight scene. And it's all before the main credits, you know, the main title rolls, and that thing just showing how much strength he has that he rips out 
Falcon's wings, you know, with his bare hands. Yeah. But, you know, and then Sam has to use his jetpack to rip the shield off his arm. And obviously he injured his arm or dislocated his shoulder or something because he had that sling on. No, he broke it. No, he, he bro- broke it. Okay. They broke okay. his arm. You could hear him scream out in pain when it broke. Okay. But it, it must have healed pretty quick because there by the end of the episode, he's already using it. So, but yeah, it's just a really good fight scene. And, you know, then Bucky, it was interesting because Bucky didn't pick up the shield and take it for himself. He drops it next to Sam because he knows who should have that shield. Mm-hmm. And I think he's known that from the beginning that you're the one that's supposed to have that shield. So I'm I'm really interested and in, in excited for next week to see what we get out of Falcon next week. Yeah, same here. And that would be goes right into my North three, too. So mm-hmm. it, it is that fight scene and how uh, this also, if you think about it, kind of mirrors almost what happened at the very end of uh, Captain America Civil War. Mm hmm. And the fight between with Bucky and Cap going against Iron Man. And it, it's like the team up on how they were doing it. And it was just showing how Sam and Bucky were working as a team together to mm-hmm. take down John in this case. And yeah, it, it, it was, I was just getting flashbacks. The, <laughs> and I, I watched, uh, Captain America, the first Avenger two nights mm-hmm. ago because I, okay. I haven't seen it in so long and i it just got me in the the mood of like thinking back at certain things but yeah the the scene itself was very action-packed very well choreographed and very well done mm-hmm. and the rage in wyatt russell's face playing john walker was crazy yeah and he's definitely going to be a character to contend to contend with later on in the MCU, probably, if they don't come back with this as a second season or it just flows right into the MCU, mm-hmm. you know he's coming back. I Well, hopefully. We uh, we didn't see the the next episode, so we don't even know if what happens to him because right at the very end, what we see. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the fact that we get to see how crazy he is, it, it's right. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, and my next one is is uh, Bucky when he you know he turns over Zemo to the Dora. Uh, how do you say that? Dora, Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje. And but he does it at the Sokovia Memorial, which I thought was really cool because they they showed that in the previously on that Zemo asked them, you know, did you guys even go to the memorial when you were so close? And he's like, of course you didn't, you know. So Bucky knows that's where Zemo is going to be, and he shows up there, and then the Dora Milaje come out and we have this whole conversation where Zemo saying, well, I'm not going to kill you, Bucky, but basically you need to kill Carly, hmm. you know? And so it's going to be interesting next week to see what they do with Carly, if they do have to kill her or if they're able to capture her or whatever. And I, I love the the reference to the raft because we've now had the raft referenced in, I think, almost every Marvel property. Cause even Netflix Correct. shows, yeah. they mentioned the raft. Mm-hmm. So uh, so that's going to be it, it. That's interesting if we see some more of that again. Of course, we've seen the raft in the movies mm-hmm. and we, we've had it referenced in the TV shows. So that was cool to hear. Yeah, definitely. And a cool part about that scene, too, to add to it, what you have with Zemo there, Bucky pulls out the gun and mm-hmm. it, it's something that we had seen. We we had seen that particular scene and a clip for the promo for the show, like what, months and months before oh, it came out. OK. And where the, the bullets just fall down and mm-hmm. you know to the floor through his hands from his hands and basically they uh it, it was a way because he was gonna kill you know it was the intention that you know he was gonna kill zemo and he didn't he right. you know basically because the, the hold on him 
the words don't affect him anymore, mm-hmm. you know, for the Winter Soldier. So that's why he put the bullets down. It's yeah. his way. It's his number two rule of not taking action. Right. Remember, no one remember hurt. with the yeah. therapist? No one, no one getting hurt. Yeah. No one getting hurt. So that, that was his, his step to recovery, I think. Yeah, definitely. So we're all, we're on number, my number two? I think so. Yes. Okay. Well. <laughs> whatever that long ass name that Julia Louise Dreyfus just had for <laughs> Valentina. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was trying to figure it out and, and I'm like, and it was her character's name comes from the comic where she was a agent of shield and okay. she worked with fury. Mm-hmm. But at one point she became Madam Hydra at one point. So it's kind of wacky, but you have to realize too, she's approaching John Walker. And right now, we have not seen Ross. We have not seen any other people. We've not really heard a hint or anything about Hydra other than what Bucky has stated and what he's done. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it confuses me as to who this character and the fact that we got a well known actress to play this character. So she's yeah. not going anywhere, she's coming back. Oh, for sure. I think I think I saw I read or heard something this week that she was meant to be in the Black Widow movie, I think, or be introduced in the Black Widow. I can't remember what Interesting. I read. It was, I was seeing so many different things this week or yesterday, actually, because it's, it's a Saturday now about her because I didn't even know she was in this in the show. And in fact, it, and I paused it the first time I saw it. I was like, is that Julia Louise Dreyfus? Yeah. Is it? What is she doing? And I went and I'm looking, trying to figure out who is she and what this <laughs> character is. And, you know, of course, she's got all this information. And she tells, you know, uh, Walker that he's valuable to people because he took the serum. And uh, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how we uh, if she plays into the next episode or she plays into later Marvel projects and and things. Exactly. I was curious, too, about that indigo streak that she had in her hair, that blue Mm. streak that was in it. It's like, hmm, that's strange. Yeah. She's kind of kind of a strange character just to throw in there but she didn't really offer him anything she just basically hand him a blank business card yeah just said you know answer the phone when i call sort of thing you know so. yeah i i see i think she's working either with ross or it, it may be an offset of you know offshoot of maybe hydra who knows but this is something we could all just speculate <laughs> yeah it's all it's all speculation at this point yeah so I loved I loved Sam going back home and I love Bucky coming and, and kind of helping him out with rebuilding the boat, seeing all the people come together. It was really just a very touching scene. And it gave us that callback to the first episode when he was trying to convince her not to sell the boat. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of this, that not only do they fix it up so that it could be sold, she decides, no, we're not going to sell the boat. And I thought that was, I thought that was really great. They're going to, they're going to keep the boat. They're going to figure out how to keep it. They're going to use it, whatever, you know? So it was really, it just was really great seeing him again with his family and seeing, you know, these two characters that we really, and, you know, he says that they say it to each other when you, that conversation you were talking about when they were calling themselves, they said coworkers. and, And then they go, well, really we're just a couple of guys who had a friend and now that friend is gone. So we're now just a couple of guys. (laughs) <laughs> you know, which you and I have talked about that before. That, that's, that's what they are. They're just a couple of guys now. Yeah. But they're really developing a friendship that they, they're. It's a friendship without them calling it a friendship. I think. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's it's a it's a fun it's a fun way. They don't want to uh, say yeah, that's my friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. They don't want they, they don't want to do that. They're like coworkers, partners. No, it doesn't really work. We're definitely professionals. You know, something like that. <laughs> the so, argument of just yeah, yeah being together. <laughs> right, right. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, to add to you about the boat, 
very similar to uh, the shield, how mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a, an an opposite thing because in this case, you know, Bucky was saying he should have taken the shield. He should have taken the shield, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, he wants to save the boat, and his sister was saying to sell. Mm-hmm. And he was at that point to cover up and paint over his parents' name on the boat. And then she goes, we should keep it. And, blah, blah, right. and then it's like, and at the very end of the episode, what do we see? Yeah. He's Bucky got the with shield. the shield. Mm-hmm. So Sam, it Sam with the shield. Uh, Sam, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, it kind of works in that favor. Yeah. I, it was really great. And, and I, I was a little puzzled and I actually sent some, some of this to my voicemail when I sent it to TV podcast industries, uh, that whole training montage thing. And I think we're going to talk some more about it, yeah. but like, I, you know, I love that scene when he and, and, and Bucky are just kind of playing catch mm-hmm. with the shield, you know, but they're throwing it like slowly. They're not as, as deliberate. Aggressive. It's just, it's just kind of ca- yeah, aggressive. Thank you. It's just kind of casual. And then when we see that training montage where he gets more aggressive with it, he's, he's throwing it faster. And so sometimes he misses it and he has to train himself. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, he's getting really skilled with jumping around. That that's mm-hmm. my number one. That ma- amazing ending with oh, yeah. Sam. Go ahead. Yeah, he's just putting his body to the test. If you look at it, he was really mm-hmm. pushing himself every morning, and which I think for the better, for, well, it was far better than John Walker ever did because we only mm-hmm. got to see a few clips of him. You know, it, it looked kind of like made up, like one of those. Yeah. You know, you could clear things up in video. Mm-hmm. And the mantle of of Captain America is an enhancement of the person you know, inside themselves, Mm -hmm. as we always say, you know, they have to be selfless, courageous, empathetic, strong-willed, and caring, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sam and Bucky's conversation, I thought was really, really good. That was good writing right there. Yeah. And basically, it was what was needed to be seen and heard on the show. And then we get that <laughs> Mid to end credit scene with John Walker building his own shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm curious how this lays into the next episode. I know we're not going. This is not the last we're going to see of John Walker, but I'm wondering if he's going to do battle with them. Obviously, Batroc is going to get involved because he made that threat mm-hmm. about how he wanted to kill Sam. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious if uh, Torres is going to actually take up, because he took the wings, because Sam said like he didn't want the wings because they were yeah, broken. Yeah, he said keep them. Yeah, keep he said them. keep them. Yeah. And, and he walked so, away. So. And Torres is very good and skilled. And in mm. the comics, Torres actually does take up the Falcon mantle at one point. Mm. Well, that could be interesting to see how that works out in the show. Mm. Yeah. So my last one is just going back to Sharon Carter. And when she calls Batrock, and this is for me – <laughs> it's kind of a, it's kind of a backwards thing now because I'm kind of backpedaling, but I'm not going to backpedal. I'm still, I still think she's the power broker, especially because she used the word I, when mm-hmm. she's talking to Batrock. She's like, I, I'm going to pay you double. I need you for a job. Yeah. Not the power broker needs you for a job. Yeah. Okay. So she's definitely more than, than what we've seen. And I don't know if I'm, well, I, it's I definitely wanna, not Zemo because Zemo's in, in jail, yeah, no, no, it's not Zemo. No, we, you know, I don't, I never, I never suspected Zemo. A lot of people have, broker. I know of. So I'm just yeah, saying that out loud. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't understand where they got that from because he was in jail in Germany before. Anyway, anyway, exactly. never mind, never mind. But so I'm more leaning toward her being the power broker now because they're they're dropping all these breadcrumbs. Yes, but I almost wonder if the show's going to throw a reverse on us in the last episode oh, they and could. show us <laughs> and show us somebody else, you know, that we haven't seen yet. Who's actually the power broker. And maybe they're in a struggle with Sharon Carter's organization, you know, mm-hmm. or what we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe but, it's Val. 
<laughs> Could be. Because <laughs> she was a little bit quirky and strange. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple of notes that we haven't really talked about. Um uh, just we didn't we we hinted you we didn't really talk about it very much, but that box that he got from the Wakandans, mm-hmm. uh, I I'm wondering if we're going to see. You've talked about the red, white, and blue wings. Yeah, I, I, I'm really certain that that's what that is. Uh, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking is is probably in there because that would make sense. Yeah, and so maybe next episode we're going to see the Falcon in with the wings and the shield and the red, white, and blue, and he's going to be Falcon America. I don't. Captain well, that's what a lot of people had a hard time when that happened in the comics. That's that's why I said because by the time that Sam had taken on the cap mantle, he mm-hmm. had the red, white, and blue wings and the and the shield in the comic. Torres took up the mantle of regular Falcon. Gotcha. So I wouldn't be surprised if he uses those. He doesn't have the shield at that point, or maybe he has the shield and he's sharing it with Bucky. Who knows? And then they need help within their battle, and Torres just flies out of nowhere and helps them. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's and it, it'll of... be that suit will be vibranium if you think about it. Of course, yeah, yeah. It's coming from Wakanda, so <laughs> <laughs> spare no expense. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so we've got some quotes. Uh, yeah, because I didn't have any notes, yeah. but uh, yeah, the first one I would have would be Bucky saying, "Don't go down that road. Believe me, it doesn't end well." And that was Bucky to John. It, you know, when he's explaining to him how terrible of a journey where he was going, mm-hmm. John's like, you don't want to do this. And he goes, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. just lets it starts off the fight. Uh, so my first one is when Torres first sees Sam and Bucky and he says, hey, you got your sleeve back. And Bucky just kind of ignores him and walks away. And Torres is like, OK, uh, all right. Good to know you survived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> During the fight, too, John was screaming, why are you doing this to me? Mm-hmm. And as they fight, I thought just the way he was shrieking it out was just so crazy. His twisted mind really couldn't handle the truth of what they were trying to do. Yeah, yeah. And so my next one is, is again, it's, it's from Torres and, and Sam, but it's sometimes there's nothing to do until there's something to do. And Sam's response is, uh, that is bizarrely wise. <laughs> so I, just thought, I think Torres says something like, well, I'm sometimes I'm bizarre, bizarre, bizarrely wise. So yeah. yeah, it's true. And the last one I would have would be, this would be John at the uh, hearing. Mm-hmm. And he says, I live my life by your mandates. I dedicated my life to your mandates. I only ever did what you asked of me, what you told me to be and trained me to do. And I did it. And I did it well. Yeah. So that was his statement of what he felt like, oh, you did this. What had happened was the result of what you trained me to do. Right, right. Yeah, I think at one point he says something like, you built me. Literally. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, So my last one is kind of another funny one. It's when the the boat, the pipe on the boat was was, uh, spewing out hot steam or whatever. And uh, Bucky grabs the wrench and he turns it and turns it off. And Sam says, why don't you use the metal arm? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Becky's response is, well, you know, I don't think of it immediately. I'm right handed. (laughs) So. Yeah, that's that's a good way to think about it. You know, I don't always think of it immediately because I'm right handed. So. (laughs) Them getting to know each other. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's a it was a good episode. I really enjoyed the uh, like I said the Isaiah Bradley one. I really loved the writing in that how they explain that story. I love the whole Bucky and Sam togetherness on the boat, hanging around, and the fact that he stayed there. He he was well, talking. What's up? Go ahead. 
No, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. I, I loved I, you. You bring up the Isaiah Bradley and, and Sam taking up the shield, and I, I loved. I think it was his sister, you know, who who said to him, "Don't let other people tell you who you should be." Mm-hmm. And there's that scene with his nephews when he's holding the shield, and you can just see his nephews just beaming with pride. Yes, that their uncle is going to be Captain America, and it's it's the exact opposite of what Isaiah Bradley had to had deal said. with. Yeah, you know, Isaiah Bradley's got so much bitterness. And I'm not saying he's not right to be bitter. I'm just saying he's got so much bitterness that he says, oh, they'll never let you be Captain America. And basically he was telling Sam, don't do it. Hmm. And Sam's got to make his own choice. And that's hey, what I think what he made his do. choice at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> Next week's going to be good. Yes. Unfortunately, the last. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again. <sighs> so we got some podcast recommendations. Yeah, so I started watching uh, The Nevers started this week on HBO Max, and there's actually two podcasts about it. There's one that's just called The Nevers Podcast. Uh, it helps you kind of understand, and that's from some of the production people. But then there's also the official HBO Max podcast for The Nevers, which is called The Touch Base, and I think it's hosted by fans, if I read the description correctly. Oh, cool. So, yeah, if, if you're a fan of The Nevers, and I know there's a lot of people that are not fan that don't want to check it out because the whole association with Joss Whedon and what's going on with him. But oh, yeah. it really was a good show. The first episode was really, really fun. Hmm, cool. One I have would be Talk Dead to Me, and it's a podcast of for The Walking Dead run by the people from Skybound. It's people mm. to do the social media stuff like Instagram, Twitter, and everything. So they're they're young bunch of guys that do this and they interview a lot of the actors on the show and i just find it entertaining because they're they're bringing back actors who have never come on to do any sort of podcasts uh, there was hmm. a couple of actors and actresses that came and went that you know now like because uh what's her name eh, the one that rick was in love with i forgot her name oh yeah the, the woman and from alexandria uh, yeah from yeah. uh uh she was from american horror story and yeah she's yeah a she, of the, yeah, yeah a they of interviewed her they made uh, another one. The guy who played Breckenridge is that her name? Alexander yeah, yeah. Breckenridge. Something yeah, Alexander like that. Breckenridge. Yeah. And then you got the guy who played, uh, or just the double for Shiva. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then recently they did just had Ross Marquand on it too. So cool. They're they're going back. You know, obviously Walking Dead is not on right now, but they still fill it with a lot of things that they enjoy doing. Obviously, they'll move into Fear a little bit. <sighs> Don't, uh, I don't even yeah, want to talk won't, about, we won't talk about that. I have not even watched it yet this week, and I don't even know if I want to. I really, uh, I'm just, I don't know. I'll, I'll watch it eventually, but this week was just a week. All right, so YouTube. I actually have some YouTube recommendations. I went cool. down a YouTube rab, rab, rabbit hole. Bah, I don't know what's going on. I can't talk tonight. Leave this all in because it's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> um, um, I, I went down a, a YouTube rabbit hole uh, this week at work because I was I was mostly alone. Uh, but there's a, a guy called Entertain the Elk, and he has a uh, a couple of different feeds that he has. But one of them is uh, it's called the day blank died and it's TV shows that died. And I watched the one uh, for lost and the one for community. And it was really, really good. He did a parks and rec one. That's mm-hmm. actually the day parks and rec was born is how he did it. And it's a really good site. Entertain the elk look where he's got all these different ones. And then Eric boss uh, from new rock stars breaks down these Marvel shows every week and does a really good job of, of finding the Easter eggs mm. and all the different uh, little things that I don't catch at least. And, and it's, it's interesting to hear. He's the one I didn't bring this up in the podcast, but I, I last week, but I mm-hmm. should have is, you know, Zemo said last week it, if someone desires to be a super soldier, then they will only 
be a supreme they will be a supremacist yes and and eric boss pointed out that everybody who has been success who has been a success with the serum did not want to be mm-hmm. a super soldier like you know uh steve volun- steve volunteered but he had the heart and courage and, and that's why they did it bucky was experimented on isaiah bradley was experimented on mm-hmm. you know and everybody who we've seen choose the serum like carly like red skull like John Walker, mm-hmm. they all went to the bad side. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an inter- interesting thing that you pointed out. And I went, yeah, that, that really does make kind of sense that that if you don't, if you didn't want it, it would have a better effect on you. Like, hmm. if that makes sense. I really love new rock stars. They're really good. Their podcast is good too, because they break it down and then they have like some funny challenges too. Nice. And when they discuss certain things, it, it, it during the whole pandemic, they've been trying to restructure because they couldn't be near each other, and they're usually mm-hmm. in a studio. Oh, right. <laughs> so now they do everything online, and it's pretty cool how they come up with some cool ideas and thoughts for just games and stuff for them to do, uh, theory scenarios, off-script ideas for certain scenarios for movies. Nice. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I suggest everybody check them out, yeah. too. One up for me would be Everything Always with Michael Roman. You know, I like to watch every once in a while because he gathers a lot of information that is leaked or speculated on Marvel films and other films as well. Mm. But if you go to watch it, always take the information you get with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting to hear and see at times. If you hate spoiler content, do not go to it. <laughs> <laughs> then, then I suggest not go to it. You know, but if you are inquisitive like myself and you just are able to let those thoughts go out the side, then by all means check out the channel. You know, just take it with a grain of salt. You can't really trust half the things you read in in the press these days. But he usually goes to reddit and 4chan for information and a lot of like in between stuff is dead on from what they said from like a year ago for when they uh like for like endgame and captain marvel things like that so if you're really interested and you really want to jump down that rabbit hole or really you know spoil yourself before you go see a movie i suggest everything always nice so, as always, you can hear us on whatever podcast player of choice uh, you choose. If there's an opportunity to give us a review on there, please do so. Give us a five-star review, a thumbs up, whatever it is. Uh, we would love to hear it. We always love to hear from our listeners. Uh, we haven't had a lot of feedback lately, but, uh, you know, that's okay. We, we People are listening. Um, so, check us out on your podcast player of choice. You can also check out our website, which is panelistofpixelspodcast.com. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page where we put up a post for comments every week and that is facebook.com slash panels to pixels we have an email address panels to pixels one at gmail.com the to is spelled out in the middle and the number one panels to pixels one at gmail.com we are also on youtube i found our youtube channel again i don't know why i had lost it for a bit um, <laughs> you didn't subscribe <laughs> no i'm subscribed for some reason it just gets so far down my feed because i'm subscribed to so many i need to unsubscribe to some of these things it's it just gets so far down my feed i miss it uh, um because and i listen to it on my phone anyway so okay but, you know, we are YouTube. We do have a YouTube channel, Panels to Pixels podcast. Uh, so check us out there. Next week, we will be back with further dis- discussion of the last episode. Yes, the last episode for hopefully what is going to be season one uh, and not a limited series of Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier. Uh, and Mark and Jamie will continue to discuss the next episode of Invincible as well. I'm excited to hear you guys talk about this uh, most latest, latest one because, man, it was good. I had to watch it twice before I could send anybody any voicemails for it. Really? 
Yeah, I, I watched it twice. I don't usually do that. I usually just watch it once, send off my stuff, and then move on. But this one was so good, I watched it twice. I thought it, I, I'm not sure if it was John or Derek, but on TV Podcast Industries, to kind of linked us to a tweet from Invincible HQ on Twitter. Yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that, that they, they they said panels to pixels on it. Yeah, so that was really really cool. I kind of re- I kind of replied that to that just <laughs> overall and said, hey. You do realize that hashtag panels to pixels podcast is covering an invincible. I suggest you check it out. Winky. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Good for you. So where else can Mark, where else can people hear us, Mark? Or hear you? You can hear me everywhere. Well, I, well, I can be heard right here on panels to pixels as always. What you could also hear me on my other podcast, which could be heard on the Pyrocore Entertainment Network, and that's Adrenaline Cinema Podcast. So there we cover action films, adventure films, fantasy films, suspense films, things of that nature. This week, I'm going to be recording two. I'm doing Face Off, and I'm covering Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. And right now, when I just watched Nobody, I'm thinking, I need to cover this movie. Nobody was good. I want to watch it again. So, it was really good. So I might be covering that hopefully next weekend, possibly. And then we'll move on to other stuff that I have in the well just to pick out. But expect uh, Face Off and or Simbad Eye of the Tiger, depending on which one gets recorded first, to drop soon. Very cool. And of course, I, I can be heard, heard right here. Heard? Heard here. Heard. <laughs> I can be heard right here on Panels to Pixels podcast. And uh, I send various voicemails to our friends' podcasts. And uh, so you can hear my voice there. Awesome. So that's pretty much the end of our uh, show. I just want to thank everybody for listening. I'm Mark. And I'm Steve. And this was Panels to Pixels. And we'll see you on the next panel. Good night. Good day. <laughs> 